Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast ahead of NRL Round 16. I'm your host, Tim Williams. Another good week for the boys with all three of us in the green, but we'll get to that shortly. Here to chat through NRL Round 16, an interesting week again. Half the competition are on the buys. Teams have chopped and changed. Uh, as I said last time, I think in Round 13, the major buy week opportunity presents for me, particularly with NRL try scores. Here to talk through it, one of the sharpest minds in the NRL, former New South Wales country origin halfback. Sam Williams from Racing and Sports. Sam, how are you, mate? I'm good, boys. Yeah, bring back country origin the best week of my life. Um, anyway, move on from that quick. Um, <laughs> we, um, I agree. I think this week's a, a very um, – it's a tricky week in terms of trying to find winners. It could go anyway. Uh, most notably, I think, the Cowboys and Panthers game. That it's, it's an interesting one, which we'll get to later on, but there is certainly some – Real uh, value around some of the players and the try scorers, and if some of these score lines do blow out, uh, there is some certain value around the try scorers. Sam, put your I'll put you both on the spot, but when you think of that country origin jumper or the the city origin jumper, who, who are the first faces that come to mind? For me, it's blokes like Jamie Bura, and I feel I'm pretty sure Tommy Simon's got a got a gig as well at some stage. Who, who springs to mind? Yeah, it's um. Well, you look at someone like um, Andrew Ryan, who played a lot of a lot of country. Yeah. Um, I think Bobcat was one of those players that he was just a lock in that side every year, even if he was playing in the New South Wales side, it didn't matter. So Bobcat Ryan was one we sort of grew up with. The city side, I'm probably a bit less interested in, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Stuff him. Uh, also with us, XTB, data analyst, head of analytics at KS Sport, Jimmy Hughes. Jimmy, how are you, mate? Good boys, yeah, like you said, Timmy, uh, could be a tough week in this time time of the year, but you know, always a chance for an opportunity. What about so, you, Jimmy? You're a, you're a city slicker. Who's your Who's your city origin man? <laughs> Mate, I, I I can't even remember those days. My my mind is uh, completely blank with, with what was going on there. It must have been a, a use. There's my There's my point. The city slickers, they didn't yeah. even care about it. <laughs> Pretty boys like Craig Wing who didn't. Craig Wing, yeah, that was when I was getting <laughs> absolute legend. That bloke. Season and Osto playing in the halves together. They did, they did. Jared Croker is an absolute staple of that country side. Boys, last week's recap. Now, we get through this one pretty quickly because it was an interesting week in that profits all round. We all nailed our locks, but nothing outside of that. So when I when I go to the effort of saying that, you know, 65% of the stake is on our lock each week and then, you know, 25% for the value, et cetera, et cetera, we're going 65% on our lock. That means if our lock pays over $1.55 and gets home, we're all individually in the green. I know a lot of people do follow the locks and multi them together. So hopefully if you did that this week, Sam, for you, it was Will Warbrick anytime try score at $2. Your Hail Mary, not too far off, mate. It was that man, the Dolphins game. You had Turbo, Asako, and Bromwich at $23. That's two weeks in a row. You've been one try off nailing your, your Hail Mary. Yeah, it's close, isn't it? Touching distance, some might say. But uh, yeah, look, it's... That's why they're Hail Marys. You've got to throw in a few legs to get there or you're going absolute outsiders. So, yeah, thereabouts. But uh, it's been a really, really good sort of probably six to eight weeks. Um, I know personally, I know the boys, Paddy and George, have been waiting for me to read it out. But I keep getting it right and I keep finishing ahead. So they're just going to have to be patient. The time will come, Paddy and George. Husey, your lock of the week, Storm, giving away a five and a half start to the Sharks at $1.90. Absolutely shattered him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
big, big total, that one, 54-10, geez. Um, I, I wasn't sweating at all during that game. <laughs> but I, I do remember uh, messaging Sam when we were, we had that lock, uh, sorry, the uh, Hail Mary together, basically the exact same bet. And we had so much time sitting there waiting for Bromwich to score uh, and uh, just nothing. But, uh, yeah, we'll get the next one, Sam. <laughs> next time we, we hit the same multi together, we'll we just need to go to the pub and, and watch it together. Yeah, I think the next time we just get out of Kenny Cam. Kenny Cam just follows <laughs> Kenny everywhere he goes. <laughs> Kenny had a bit to answer for on the weekend. A lot of pressure on him and he couldn't hack it. Uh, I had Selwyn Cobo anytime try scorer at a dollar seventy eight. Also threw out there uh, to play the doubles around him. He did end up with two tries that paid about five dollars or five dollars fifty from memory. So uh, I know if you followed on that, I got a few messages out the back uh, off the back of Selwyn Cobo's double. So happy days there. I think it's something like five of the last seven weeks that we might have all landed our lock. So for people following and molting them together, happy days, boys. We're exclusively using better markets for a place throughout the NRL season. Last week, our SC Playbook special was. Jared Croker, he didn't cross the stripe in game 300. It cost us, unfortunately. This week, Nico Hines, 75-plus fantasy points, official NRL fantasy points, that is, into a Ronaldo Mulitalo try. Odds yet to be confirmed, getting that sorted. Long week with the uh, the public holiday, but we'll get that sorted out in the next day or two and send it out across our socials. To follow along with our plays, you can find the link to any of our weekly SC Playbook multis in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social posts we send out. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sam, let's get stuck into it, mate. Your Brian Bevan lock of the week, 65%. Yeah, lock of the week. I've gone to Melbourne again this week. Will Warbrick last week was a was a win for me. Um, this week, I think Nick Meany, anytime try score at $2.15. Now, one thing about Nick Meany is he's an excellent support player as is Cameron Munster. Munster's not playing. I think he's been playing some exceptional football. Nick Meaney is an exceptional uh, support player. And when someone breaks the line, there'll be him hunting up the middle to finish off the tries. So he's putting himself in a position, not only when they're setting up their plays to go through, but I think in general, I think he's putting himself in position. I think last week was a kick across field. Um, there's There's... A few ways that he can score a try in this team. So for me, I think Nick Meany at two dollars fifteen without Cameron Munster in there is a good play. Yeah, it might be controversial, Sam, but yeah, in a side full of stars, Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster, uh, Harry Grant, maybe not, maybe not their best this season because those guys are such superstars who have had good years on their own merit, but. Nick Meaney filling in for Ryan Pappenhaus, and there was all this worry of, oh, you know, they were down a fullback. Nick Meaney was a stopgap solution. Uh, former, I think he was a Knights junior, went to the Doggies, sort of struggled to really solidify a spot in the NRL. He has been, as you mentioned, superb this year. Well, you, you throw him into a system that works. There's no doubt about mm. that. But also, the recruit from recruitment side of things from Melbourne, to be able to have the faith in someone like that to come in, and, uh, and I know he's on the wing for a long time there, but... Whenever he's played fullback, he's been exceptional for them. I still think he's been uh, very much underrated throughout the year. It'll be very interesting to see if Big Pappy comes back. Um, you know, he probably takes a couple of weeks to come off the bench, Papenhausen. I don't know if they throw him straight in mm. anyway. But going forward, can Melbourne Storm afford to keep Nick Meany if Papenhausen gets himself going again? Yeah. For me, I don't think he'd be on a massive contract down there. I really do feel like there'd be clubs absolutely hunting with his name circled. Big puppy, you reckon? Not little puppy. Well, he's had 
he's had a fair time in the gym that he can't run, he can't do anything. So <laughs> I presume he'll probably put on a few kilos. Comes back as an Adonis. Uh, I mean, the Raiders, they're one club who could use a fullback big time. Uh, moving on, Husey, your Brian Bevan lock of the week. Boys, I think you got, you're going to think I'm a bit crazy with this one because there's about a 1,000 players out in this game <clears throat> uh, on both sides of the park, though. So in the Penrith-Cowboys game, I think it's Nanai, Toalagi, Robson, Cotter, Holmes out for North Queensland. But Penrith have got, you know, To, Yo, Yo Luai, Martin, Crichton. Bloody, uh, yeah, what, what's that halfback's name again? <laughs> <laughs> um, all those boys are out. Uh, but the market's like minus one and a half for Penrith. Um, I think in terms of like the, the quality of the, the outfit and the culture within the team, I think that minus is quite tidy, especially with North Queensland really not playing well if they don't have their good players in. They, they look like a second-rate team if they don't have their, mm. their good players there. So I think Penrith are going to do better without their good players compared to North Queensland without their good players. So... Uh, I'm going to take that minus at a dollar seventy four. It's an interesting matchup that one, Hughie. I agonised over trying to put plays around that game, and I eventually got to the point where I was just like, there was so much uncertainty around it. I said, "Stuff it! I'm not going to do it." But one thing about it is, Penrith still have a big chunk of their starting pack there. They obviously miss a couple in Martin and Yo, but they, when they have blokes like Matt Eisen, who's Zach Hosking coming in, they've got their two front rows and their number nine there. Still be solid. I'll, I'll throw to Sam because I was like, at one point, I was I was looking at the Cowboys, thinking, you know, they've got their spine intact, still look decent enough. In these games where players are out and attack is clunky. It often just comes back to who has the best defensive resilience. And, and as Hughie touched on, with the systems in place at Penrith going all the way through down to Harold Match, we saw them clean up just about everything last year. These weeks often come down to who, who's the best defensive team, don't they? I'm glad you like to brought this up because it's it's actually around my Hail Mary later on. This is an extremely hard game to work out how it all plays out mm. due to, obviously, the amount of players that are out. For the record, and I'll get to it later, I'm going against Jimmy on the basis of they're missing so many players. But the reason I went, it's going to be my Hail Mary later on. The reason I've gone with it is because you're getting value around some of the Cowboys. Now, if I was going head-to-head, you could make a million arguments that uh, that the Panthers would be too strong. But if you're trying to get value and trying to get a Hail Mary out, mm. the Cowboys then become a really big play. So as I said, I was speaking to, uh, speaking to Tim earlier on, but – after this weekend, you're going to sit there on Monday and you're going to have 50% of NRL fans saying that they're geniuses, 50% of them saying I had no idea and got it all wrong. And then, you know, trying to work out games like this. After this game, everyone's going to go, Penrith, as if they were ever losing. You know, their systems are too good. <laughs> or they're going to lose the game and everyone's going to go, have you seen the Penrith side? They didn't have anyone playing. The Cowboys at home were absolute morals. So... <laughs> You know, for the punters out there, do as you wish, honestly. But I, I just, yeah, I I saw Penrith play the Raiders down in Canberra last year. Uh, they were missing a lot of players. They were missing both starting halves. A lot of, I think, uh, Nazario did play, but they were missing a lot of players and they pantsed the Raiders uh, on the back of, as you mentioned, their defensive uh, fortitude and, and the culture they've got there at the moment. So, yeah, look, we could go either way with this one, but good luck to you, Jimmy. Crazy game. Brave man to take it on. But 
Admirable, yeah. if nothing else. Uh, my Brian Bevan locker of the week, 65%. I have gone to the Sharks and Doggies game and probably another one that may sound a bit obscure, but I've gone the Sharks to cover the, the negative 11.5 line. They were awful against uh, uh, Melbourne on the weekend down there. Got absolutely pummeled. And, I mean, there's plenty of reasons for it. A, the Dogs were not much better against Parramatta, but the Sharks were, while a team that I had as, you know, genuine title contenders earlier on in the year, huge, huge question marks around them. Their left edge defensively was just absolutely abysmal on the weekend. But like we've seen on numerous occasions this season, it's teams bouncing back from big defeats, especially sides that they do have a lot of class about them uh, more often than not. We saw Melbourne themselves come back from that demolition against the Cowboys the week before where they had 50 put on them. They put the same scoreline on the Sharks. I believe the, it might have been the week after the Cowboys got smacked by the Tigers. Did they get a win up north? Might have been tight, whatever it was. I just think the Sharkies will have too much class at home against the Doggies. They're full strength with Nico Hines back. We'll have a point to prove. The Dalian medalist off the back of, again, one of the, the worst games in his career. So, yeah, I've got the Sharkies to cover the negative 11.5 line at $1.90. Hughesy, I'll throw to you, mate. What does your model have for that game? And the Sharkies not really missing anyone, at least due to origin. They've got, I think, Toby Rudolph's on the extended bench would be a big help because Royce Hunt is out. Doggy's missing Addo Carr. Not missing too, too much either. What's your line got? Yeah, so I actually, in my value play, I've got Cronulla as well. But uh, my line, I've got the Sharkies minus 15 and a half. Great news. Favorites. So, yeah, I, like, I think, you know, your sentiment there around like coming back from a big loss is it, it does tend to happen. But another thing that kind of happens with the markets is when someone, when a team takes a big loss, there's a big overreaction as to how bad that team is that took that mm. loss. Um so, you know, the Sharks, yeah, they, they lost by 40-odd points on the weekend, but by God, they're not a bad football team. Um, and the market's kind of potentially, you know, giving the, the doggies a bit bit more than what they probably should in against a really solid full-strength Cronulla. That is great to hear, mate. So, mate, I'll throw to you first again for the value player of the week at 25%. You've gone around the Sharkies too. Yeah, so I, I threw two a bit of a multi, and I've gone Sharkies 13+, plus. kind of explained my reasoning already. And then I've layered that into the Melbourne 13 plus against the Tigers. Yes, the Storm are missing, obviously, you know, your Munsters, Welsh, Grant and Coates for the like, but the Tigers don't have Brooks or Lowry or Appy. So, you know, it's another one of those games where, like, either side, you know, is a bit lacking. But, you know, when you think about Melbourne versus Tigers and the Tigers don't even have their halfback or their hooker, uh, I'm pretty pretty happy to be back in Melbourne and their system over that kind of uh, opponent. So that rolls out at $5.61. Lovely, mate. So uh, the better have, I'm uh, just getting it up now, but just trying to find the line for that game. They've got the Tiger. So the Storm giving away a six and a half start. What does your modelling have? So I've got, I'm just quickly finding it. I've got, I've got them 12 and a half. Favourite well, still no. with, with that many guys out. So it's, it's quite quite considerable. You know, we're talking one of the premiership favourites against one of the wooden spoon favourites. So mm. e- even with those guys out, there's still going to be a solid solid push towards it. The Huge game. swing in the lines there. Sam, your value play of the week, 25% of the bet. Yeah. I've gone to the um, Cronulla and Dogs game. Mm. Um, All three of us. I actually, yeah, I like where I like where your head's at with the, with them 
Jimmy. Um, I really do. That's a, it's a smart bet, I reckon. Um, but I think Karaz on the right edge is going to score a try for the Dogs. Um, there's still no doubt that the Dogs are going to try and target uh, both Moylan and Talakai defensively again last week. They just weren't good enough. There's no doubt the Dogs would go there. Karaz is a big body. Um, I can see him crossing the strike. Uh, into, I think, Mulatalo on the left edge for for the Cronulla side, into Cronulla win. You're getting $5 about that. Um, so you're getting a couple of wingers and Cronulla to win, to, to, to win the game. And, yeah, I, I, as we say all, all along through this podcast, there's a couple of plays where there's some value and Cronulla could go out and put a scoreline on as well. Uh, I like the bounce back factor. There's no doubt that I've always been a fan of, of a quality side coming off a couple of losses or a loss. Uh, there's... It's hard to be up every week in the NRL and try and sustain that. I think Cronulla have a real point to prove this week. I think Nico Hines is going to have a point to prove. So I reckon there is some value if you want to play some of the bigger bigger markets with the Cronulla side. I think you could go that too. But for me, I'm just thinking Karaz, Mulatalo and Cronulla at $5. Hmm. There was... It was so like it was hard to see that the left edge of the Sharkies last weekend around Teague Wilton and Maddie Moylan in particular, who both have had good years in plenty of respects. Maddie Moylan so good seems to string a couple of seasons together, injury free. Uh, but the weekend was just so poor defensively. And looking at players, I was sort of half looking at maybe the right edge back row, and it was Jaden Ockenmore, who's about five dollars plus, but. Just, you know, not convincing necessarily runs out there. And again, a few chops and chains of potential, but the whole right edge of the doggy. So the, the Kiraz play makes plenty of sense. He was paying about $2.20 or 30 or something there. Uh, I've, yeah, shock gone to the Sharkies for my value play as well. I did think it was the game to target this week with not too, too much uncertainty around it and just very keen on the Sharks. 13 plus, Mully Tarlo and Will Kennedy, anytime try score. Kennedy scored a stack of tries this season. He's in everything and. We spoke about Meany being one of the more underrated players in the competition this season. I think Will Kennedy's right there, up there with him. He does, I think he's brilliant each and every week. And I don't think he's been talked about it in the echelon of the fullbacks in the current game that he probably deserves. So get $4.50 for that one, Sam. I'll throw back to you, mate. Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the week, 10% of your play. Yeah, I mean, Jacko, Hail Mary, as I said earlier on, I've gone with the Cowboys and probably more due to the fact that anything could happen in this game and they're playing at home. That's the big one for me. I think you can just get some value around them and their try scorers. Um, look, if Penrith go up there, their halves, pair, halves pairing isn't, you know, probably where uh, you would you would lay it. You would have a side that are that are, that are firm favourites for a game, and in the halves pairing, you know, Jaden Salmon and that, uh, and Cotter, uh, Cogger, you know, solid players again. But if it doesn't come off, they wouldn't have played together before, and mm. uh, the Cowboys could turn it on. Uh, big one for the Cowboys is their two halves are staying the same. Jake Granville goes to nine. They've played a lot of, lot of football together. Um, Drinkwater's still there at fullback. They've still got some real power on the edges. So, And also the note, Jason Tomalolo comes back into the side as well. So yeah. the go forward improves. Granville will run. For me, I think Tommy Dearden scores. Sammy Valame, the big fella, he scored a hat-trick there last week on debut for the Cowboys. Yeah. Scotty Drinkwater. And the Cowboys to win the game, you'll get $29 about that. Beautiful, mate. Good luck. I can't wait to watch that game. It'll be a bit of fun. Hughesy, your Steve Jackson, Hail Mary of the Week, 10%. So, guys, like you guys are talking and playing a fair bit around that Sharks game with the the um, try scorers. And, you know, a, a thing that I kind of look for with my Hail Mary 
And if I'm picking try scorers, is like a big total in a game. And I know that the Sharks and Doggies game, I think it's like 45 and a half. So, yeah, bigger total. Hopefully that equals you're going to get some more tries and hopefully that means our anytime try scorers are a little bit more likely to pull off. So I've kind of done the same thing, but I've gone to the other big total game, which is the Roosters-Knights game. Um, I'm going to back the Roosters to win that one um, against the Knights, but in the, least, in the least uh, interesting news or surprising news of the podcast, she's just going to the Roosters. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> mate, sorry to cut you off, but for all you backing of the Roosters this year and how underwhelming they've been, I would say they've looked after you more often than not when it comes to your plays. Well, I actually have gone quiet on them for maybe the last five or six weeks. Yeah, you do. Well, so maybe the, I could be the Roosters. Uh, yeah, no, that, that rampaging performance last week should have changed your mind, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know they're coming. They're coming back, obviously, because I'm betting betting on them. I think they're they're going to win. So, um, you know, hopefully the Roosters. This is where they start their ascension to the premiership. Boys, <laughs> 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 absolutely dreaming. I'm sorry, boys. Um, so I'm going to go uh, for a bit of a, the uh, left-edge attack against Newcastle, who concede about 42% of their tries down that edge at Gagai and the like. Uh, so I'm going to put in Tupu to score, uh, hopefully a, a nice flying one off a kick or, or something, and then Crichton to come on and, and score one on, on that, that same left edge of hopefully a, a nice little short ball. Uh, and then I'm going to throw in to get that extra value, a bit of Ponga action, obviously similar to the Nico Hines thing. I'm sure he's kind of upset that he hasn't been looked at at all this year for the origin, and I'm sure he'll he'll be out there to continue to prove a point around how good of a player he is. So mm. I'm going to throw him in to, to roll me out at $29 for that, that Hail Mary. Yeah, right. The uh, the crime. I wouldn't shock to see him start in the next couple of weeks. And even if he gets bigger minutes off the bench, obviously priced on playing limited minutes off the bench. But coming on on the left edge, running off Luke Q, I think he's the best, probably one of the best halves in the competition at getting his isolating the, the opposition half and getting the back row onto him. Him and Crichton, when when good to go and fit and firing, oh god, they're a good combination. Uh, my Steve Jackson Hammer of the week. I have gone to four try scorers that I quite like this round and. Plenty of value about it, actually. But Mike Acevo, Sefer Talakai, Jareen Buller, who has been outstanding, and Kyle Felt, uh, that rounds up at $32. I won't go into too much of them individually. I will just touch on Jareen Buller, though, who has been such a breath of fresh air this year. He's been such a big part of the Tigers, I suppose, somewhat resurgent after a really poor start to the season. It's called an unbelievable late try there on the weekend in a well-beaten side. Uh, yeah, massive fan of Buller. So, yeah, $32 for them for to cross the strike. Boys. Over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. I've had a chat with Pat and George about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now 5%. So what does this mean? Basically, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra 737 bucks a month. That's a lot of extra money to have to find in your budget. If you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires, or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts... Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on your finances. You'll save yourself 129 bucks on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So mention SC Playbook when you get in contact. To do so, flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice or give them a buzz on 029521 1611. Now, Sam, we'll move on to your 
punts for the week, your tips. You've already sort of touched on most of them uh, pretty quickly, to be honest. But we start with the Cowboys and the Panthers. Uh, you like the Cowboys in that one? Yeah, I'll go the Cowboys. But if you like Penrith, <laughs> back them. Let's be honest. Uh, the Newcastle Knights versus the Sydney Roosters. Two sides not probably too impacted by origin. A few out. Who do you like here? Two sides, honestly. Once again, this is this is try and work this one out. Jimmy likes the Roosters. Um, I think if you like either side, you can you can have a play at it because it's going to be a it's going to be a real lottery. The Knights could turn it on. The Roosters could turn it on. So honestly, um, I probably I would lean towards the outsider price with the Roosters, but I, I'm staying well away from it. Without this week, it's such a difficult round to tip, uh, and this game. Arguably the hardest of the lot. I'll probably give or take the Cowboys-Panthers. But Paramount Eels versus Manly Seagulls. I'll be out at this game at Combank on Saturday at 5.30. Market has the Eels at $1.57, Manly 2.30. Who do you like here? Well, last time Manly didn't have Tommy Turbo and DCE, they were very ordinary. Uh, Schuster and Arthur will have a little bit more time in the halves together after that game. On the other side, you've got Dejan Arcee and Ryan Madison lining up in the halves. So I think that... You know, if that halves combination was any different, if Dylan Brown was there, for example, I'd be on Parramatta quite heavily. Without him there, Arcee's going to have to really control the game. So it's a tough, real tough one. It really is. I was really disappointed the way Manly played after their win at Canberra. So uh, for me, I'm going towards Parramatta on the back of a bit of confidence and a bit of form. Yeah, with a stack of origin players out and injuries to both sides, Huge opportunity for a lot of fringes to step up here. And Deanna Arcee last week without Dylan Brown slotted in seamlessly. Holy shit, he impressed me. So hopefully for the Eels' sake, he can back that one up. Sam, the Tigers and the Storm. Tigers at $2.64, Melbourne $1.48 favourites on better. Yeah, just a quick one. I think you mentioned earlier that the Tigers had been resurgent. Um, <laughs> FYI, the Tigers, if they lose this game, are going to be coming last. <laughs> Yeah, they, they've won yeah. three games all year. They, ha- how can you sit there? You, you, you're as bad as our older brother with this Tigers. They are not resurgent. They won a couple of games in the, and they sit equal last. With Dragons have got the bye, and if they lose to the Melbourne Storm, which I think they will, they are sitting dead last. Are you for real? They were zero from like seven, and then they won a few games, and now they're not last. That is a resurgence. Well, they're still the, the complete outsiders at $401 to win the, the comp. The doesn't mean they're um, good or they win the comp. It means they're, they're not as bad as they were a month ago. <laughs> oh, well, resurgence. They call it a resurgence if they make it to ninth or something and just miss out like they usually do. Yeah, no, they're resurgent side currently sitting so last. So it sounds like you're tipping them. I'm going with Melbourne by 50. <laughs> uh, punters head-to-head battle. Elliot Oforo last week got the win in the head-to-head. He had Melbourne to win the first half. Xavier Coates anytime try score at $3.10. This week is the, it is the Knights versus Roosters clash we've gone to. He's gone Caelan Pong at anytime try score at $2.15. A nice, uh, not too over-the-top play there. I rate it. He comes up against Sam Dratty, who won last week the punters head-to-head on the Instagram story that goes out with Storm 13 plus into Harry Grant anytime try score at $7.50. This week, he's gone with the Knights, giving away a three-and-a-half start, going against you, Jimmy. Caelan Pong, anytime try score at $3. So good luck to those fellas this week. Uh, boys, we'll wrap that one up for round 16. Sambo, thank you, mate. Thank you, Timothy. Thank you, Jimmy. Cheers, Jimmy. Thanks, boys. Very formal from you there, Sam. Yeah, he's he's, he's pissed off that the Tigers are good.
Uh, right, guys. <laughs> right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck this week. Cheers. <laughs>